Folks, a quick message from our sponsors, Know Before. So what's a con game? It's a fraud that works by getting the victim to misplace their confidence in the con artist. In the world of cybersecurity, we call confidence tricks social engineering. And as our sponsors, Know Before, will tell you, human error is how most organizations are compromised. What are some of the ways organizations are victimized by social engineering? We'll find out here in just a minute. Now, our sponsors' questions about forms of social engineering come in this form. Know Before will tell you that there's human contact, there can be con games. It's important to build the kind of security culture in which your employees are enabled to make smart security decisions. To do that, they need a new school security awareness training. See how security culture stacks up against Know Before's free phishing test. Get it now at knowbefore.com forward slash phishing test. That's knowbefore.com forward slash fishing test. Now, no before wants to thank you for listening to the show and I want to thank them for sponsoring it. They are the provider of the world's largest security awareness and simulated fishing platform. Be sure to take advantage of their free fishing test, which you can find at knowbefore.com forward slash fishing test. Think no before for your security training. We're tuning in to the Cyber Hub and CISO Talk Podcast, Veteran November Series that honors the brave men and women who served this nation by sharing their stories of service. Each year for the entire month of November, we publish a daily podcast about these veterans. Buckle up and get ready for Veteran November. And now your host, James Azar. Laylee's in the house, y'all. Another awesome episode of Veteran November here, folks. Thank you so much for taking 15 minutes out of your days um, to join us. Um, Today is like no other. I've got a very, very special episode. Um, Whenever I get to feature awesome people on Veteran November, I'm always humbled, and Laylee's just that. She's an IT cloud admin, folks. So you don't want to miss this. This is going to be awesome. Don't go anywhere. But please make sure to subscribe. Please make sure to comment below. Say thank you. Uh, Send them a note. Um, you know, when people say, um, thank you for your service, I always used to feel weird. And, um, Daniel Sergile, a really good friend of mine, who's, who's been on the show, uh, former deputy CISO and now, and now working at one of the uh, big security vendors. Um, he kind of reversed my thought process on it. He goes, cause you, you, I don't know about you lately, but I feel awkward when people say thank you for your service. Right. Yes. So he taught me to say, well, just say, thank you for your support. I like it. To look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to look at it because we know um, that sometimes uh, people try to make something out of service members that we're not. And so whenever someone is supporting us, I'm all grateful for it. So thank you for that. Laylee's with us here today, folks. And I'm so excited about this one because I can't <laughs> wait for her to share her story with all of you. Uh, so, so let's get right into this. Um, Laylee, what branch of the service were you in and what'd you do? Um, so I was in the Air Force, and uh, my first 15 years, I did pretty much construction, uh, building and welding. And then my last five years, I did uh, sysad. What a change, right? So, <laughs> yes. So, you know, construction kind of welding, so you're kind of uh, working on, you know, aircrafts or different projects, whatever, right? Kind of what, what construction and welding means in the Air Force. Although you guys, Air Force does have like the best food on the planet, right? Like, I feel like Air Force, like, I want to get the Air Force kitchen for every branch of the military. I don't understand why that's hard to do. I don't either. Yeah, we do have the best food though. 
Yeah, like whenever I would, whenever I'd be like, would be like, hey, we're gonna be staying at an Air Force base for like three, four days. You're like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Right? You're like, what's breakfast? Zero five hundred, zero five hundred, zero six hundred. What is breakfast? Let's go. <laughs> uh, there's bacon. There's bacon. All right. Um, but how long were you in the service for in total? Uh, Twenty years. I just retired uh, October first of this year. Wow. You're literally fresh. You're like 39 days. Yes. 39 days. Wow. We're going to talk about that in just a minute because I'm going to ask you what's it like. What's it like? But you know what? I want to go back because I lost my train of thought and I wanted to ask you something. Going from like construction to system admin um, after, you know, 15 years of doing that, what was that switch like for you in the middle kind of, that's almost like a mid-career transition for a lot of people. Yes. Uh, it was difficult uh, in some aspects and other aspects, you know, so in construction, or let's say there was a roof leak, you had to go figure out where the roof leak was coming from. Like that was one of the jobs, right? And so I kind of tied that into learning IT. We started out as pretty much uh, CSTs, right? You right. go in and you go fix computers and it's kind of the same aspect. All right, like where's the problem start and how far back do you have to go to fix it? So I kind of use that mentality. So it wasn't as hard. I kind of went in with an open mind. I was very scared at first though. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, whenever someone does a mid career transition in the military and they do something uh, for so long and then they make that switch and go and do something completely different. I admire that in people. And I'm not just saying it because I do, I think it's really, really difficult to go from working with your hands, kind of like hands-on elements, right? There's a specific ruggedness do the first 15 years to then go into a system admin where you're essentially sitting on a desk in an air conditioned kind of office. Right. Oh, yes. I, I love the AC, you know, going from not having to be outside in the heat or on a roof or, you know, welding in the summer to always being in an office. I was like, I can't complain. There can be nothing wrong about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Laylee, let me ask you this. What, kind of drove you to enlist in the military? What was kind of the factors that played a role in your enlistment? So my aunt was in the military and I thought that was really neat. She was a nurse and she was in the reserves, but- uh, Air Force or Army? Air Force. Okay. Yes. And so that kind of was the starting point of me wanting to go up. But I come from a very small town in Iowa and I was like, I want to get out. And college was not like my thing, which is funny to say now you're going to, you know, but I was like, there's no way I'd make it in college. And so I was like, well, like go there, you know, see the world and, you know, do all this. And then, so I enlisted, I signed up, my mom had to sign the papers for me um, at 17 and I left a month after I turned 18. Yeah. Um, my story is very similar though. Cause my parents did have to sign, sign me in at 17. I joined on my 17th birthday, like day after. Um, and, and I went to basic shortly after that. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's quite, quite the journey. You know, when you look back at your military career, if you could pinpoint a few skills or one skill that's been instrumental in your, in your life, what would it be? I think learning how to work with so many different personalities, I think is, you know, when you go into a job, so I relate this because I have kids, but my kid came home the other day saying, I have to work in this group and I don't like this person. And I was like, well, you're going to go through life and you're going to have to work with people that you don't 
you know, care for your personalities clash. And I think that's what is one of the best things that the military taught me is because you get people from all different walks of life, all different, you know, beliefs and this, but you have to learn how to work together. And I think that's what is like a key and because you build relationships. And I didn't think, you know, coming from a small town that I could build some of the relationships with some of the people that I did, but they're like family to me now. Yeah, the military does bring diversity into your life if you haven't had it before. It's also, it's also kind of like a joint goal, right? So a lot of the um, – I think there's a difference between college and the military. All right, And, and then I want to explain it to uh, just a second here is um, college you're paying to go. And you're, you don't have a joint purpose. Everyone's kind of like a lone player, right? You're kind of your own little thing. In the military, we very quickly come together and realize if one of us fails, all of us fail. And we're all going to end up doing more push-ups. We're all going to run more. We're all going to get less sleep. So it's really about building that camaraderie that drives us all to support yeah. one another. And it kind of takes away all of the... Uh, preconceived notions we have because you don't have time for them, right? Mm -hmm. They kind of just slip away and you're really focused on building that camaraderie that, to, to really achieve su successful missions um, and do your job well. So what really well articulated uh, lately. You know, looking at what does a, looking at this country, right? Uh, for I like to ask service members, uh, what does America symbolize to you? I think it's the cheesiest answer, but it does. It symbolizes freedom. Like you really like America. You can. <laughs> it's the cheese. I don't know. Like I feel like that's you know. Oh, that's the answer everybody can have. But it is like you can do anything you want in America. It is. You can. You want to learn. You know. You want to become famous for being a TikToker. You can do that. You want to be famous for selling real estate? You can do that. There's no, you know, there's not things holding you back. And you just have that freedom to do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah, you want to join the military and do X? You can, right? Yes. You want to, um, I've, I like to read a lot of stories of successful businesses. And a lot of the stories of some of the uh, most successful business people that have transformed the U.S. and our economy and, and have made it to the powerhouse that is we're all immigrants, right? There were all immigrants that were first-generation Americans whose families came here with nothing, but who were given the freedom and the opportunity to really pursue and create something. And that's really uh, it's really inspirational. It's a really good point, Laylee. That's, that's magnificent. Um, so you're fresh, 39 days civilian, right? 40 days, maybe. Yeah, because there's 31 days in October. So 40 days. Your 40 days, is, that's Lent, right? <laughs> yes. You have the time to reflect. What's one key takeaway from your transition so far? Uh, being open-minded. I And that's, I've talked to a few transitioning members, you know, they're like, well, how, how long is it for you? And I was like, I, I was very open-minded. Um and my piece of advice to them, be open-minded, get all the advice you can get and take what you need. You don't, you may not need it all, but the next person may. There's some things that people told me along the way that I didn't use, but I've passed on that have been helpful for other people. So I think open-minded and you know, willing to help others along the way. So. 
So 20 years in the service, you kind of learn a specific routine, a specific way of doing things, right? Your first day out of the service, right? You don't need to wake up at 0500. What was that like? Um, I didn't. So I didn't really feel like that relief. I think it was like two weeks later after like, I was like, I don't have like there's not somebody there's not that big thumb you feel like when you're on the military you know in the military like somebody can call you at any moment you can go in at any moment you know it's when's the phone gonna ring i i didn't have it, it was, i think it was about two weeks when I, was like, I can do whatever i want like i can go to you know i can get on a plane and travel and i don't have to tell everybody and get approval or i can i, I don't know i think it was about two weeks later where i was like <sighs> <laughs> From a mental health perspective, looking 40 days later, what have you kind of done to ease that transition? Um, I didn't try and, so there was some some, uh, points in my transition where I was stressed. I was like, how's this gonna work? You know, changing complete lifestyle, right? You completely change your way of life. I, I think I was talking to my mom or my sister or somebody and they're like, you don't have to do it all in one day. And so I think that's what I was trying to like, you know, from sun up to sundown, I was looking at jobs. I was making sure I had all my appointments and making sure, and they're like, take some time, you know, each day, make it, you know, uh, a journey, not, you know, a sprint. And then I think that's what helped is taking blocks of time to do it. That's that's such a great tip. You don't have to do everything today. Like no. little 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 small steps. It's almost like if you're um um if you enjoy like I love sour patch kids, but I know I can't eat a whole five pound bag in one sitting, right? So I gotta eat a little bit every single day. Pace yourself, you know. Yes. So so yeah, uh, I, I get that. I like that. You know, and our final question uh lately is what's one thing you've loved about your military service? For you, this is really fresh. Um, I think I took advantage of the education. And so <laughs> I think I like, I loved my service. I loved everybody I served with, you know, some good, some bad, and some good experiences and bad. But the fact that I walked away with setting myself up for my future, right? Um, I've got my MBA and, you know, I've got a you know, a couple CCS, a bachelor's and a master's and the military gave me that, you know, along the way. And I think that for me, I always tell people education is something nobody can ever take away from you. So not just my school degrees, but all the education I learned in the military, the leadership courses or even the IT courses, everything I learned, I think that's what I'm taking with me into the future. Indeed. Folks, Laylee, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you for your service and 20 years uh, of your service for this awesome nation and the people of this country. Folks, this wraps it up for another episode of Veteran November. Please make sure to smash the subscribe button, tune in uh, every single day uh, for 10 days this month. Unfortunately, I couldn't do a full month. Uh, Go back and check out our first video. You guys will get more information on that. Um, Next year, we'll be back and we'll have a full 30-day slate of episodes. I do apologize. Um, 2 p.m. every single day for the next 10 days. We'll be able to catch Veteran November. So please make sure to go do that and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. 
Until next time, Laylee, thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you folks later. God bless the United States of America. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. 